Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the everyone and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Colet, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and perhaps the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me all the way from East Bridgewater is the blonde bombshell herself, and Kerrigan. Well, hi there. How you doing? Hey. Well, I, yeah, good. I mean, for those who don't know, we did a live broadcast of, uh, uh, TV broadcast of uh, Ghost Chronicles last week, yeah. and we got, got good reviews on it, believe it or not. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm was thrilled. I mean, um, I think it went pretty well. <laughs> I, I was very incredibly nervous because it was our first live broadcast from the, the station, and, uh, you know, we have... We have things, you know, now that we have one show under our belt that, you know, the next show we do, you know, we're going we're, we're gonna to know what to improve on. But I was really happy with it. Right. Me too. And, and many people uh, uh, commented as well, which is good. So, Excellent. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And um, we hope that you'll continue to enjoy it in the coming months. Yeah, because we plan on doing it uh, monthly to start. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see how it goes. Of course, I think we're going to put a, a seatbelt on the guest chair so that our guests don't leap up at, at the moment that the show is over. <laughs> well, he's, he was British. What can you tell? You know what I mean? <laughs> Steve Parsons, like, leapt out of his chair, ripped off his microphone. <laughs> you know, some people have asked. I know it was funny. It was really funny. <laughs> but uh, some people ask me, is there a way that they can see that again, or or is it pretty much gone? Oh, no. You can you can see that. It is on East Bridgewater Community Television's website. Um, we have a video on demand feature. Mm -hmm. So if you go to www.ebctv, dot mm -hmm. o r g um and i can i can put that up on our our facebook page which um, is uh face it's on facebook where ghost chronicles dash next generation okay um so i can put that up there if you go to our website it's got some tabs along the top of the uh home page and one says video on demand and if you click on that tab and you look for ghost chronicles just click on us and you can play the show Right on your computer. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Any anywhere that there is internet, you can see our beautiful faces. Well, you have beautiful faces. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks. Van Helsink is old and worn, so Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But of course of course But he's buff. Yep, yep, he's buff. <laughs> he's old and he's, worn and buff. He, he's styling and profiling, I can tell you that. But anyways, uh, the, the Brits finally left. I sent them off packing on Monday, and uh, 
uh, it was sad to see him go and good to see him go. <laughs> <laughs> get my life back together. I know. It's uh talk about turning uh turning everything upside down for you, huh? Oh it does, yeah. I mean they were here for a while and there's a lot to do and stuff. So it was good. It was a very exciting trip for them and of course in the Whitsboro course which was fabulous this year. So that was a lot, a lot of fun and That's great. Um yeah, and we're already planning next year's and uh we're changing the format a little bit but uh it's improving and getting better every year and I'm really excited so great glad it went well I'm sorry I missed it yeah 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 but, yeah hey it's better to have my sanity sometimes if you say so <laughs> if you say so you used me and abused me you got me on your radio tv show and then you tossed oh. me like yesterday's newspaper oh right yeah okay, okay. I understand anyway yeah. speaking that about was my yeah. whole plan yeah yeah Speaking about co-hosts, um, I would like to introduce to you a young lady who is my co-host from the Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, and she is also a blonde. Yes, she is. Yes, and, and an intuitive uh, Laura Worcester. Thank you so much for calling me young lady. I love that. <laughs> wow. When, you, when, you, when you're old as me, everybody's young. <laughs> <laughs> this is I true. Like, yeah, I totally feel like that Like recently because I'm 44, right? And we're watching the Red Sox the other day. I'm like, is it my imagination or all the players on these teams look like babies? <laughs> they're not old enough to play ball. <laughs> you, you, know what, you know what amazes me, and, and it, it's sad, but I, I was just I was watching the news today, and, of course, Aaron Hernandez, they, they – He's indicted for a murder, and he's 23 years old. He had the world by yeah. the by every. I mean, he would have been set for life, but he had to play a bad guy, and and look what's happening. Uh. So young. I didn't even realize that he was that young. No, 23. I mean, that's like that's that's one my eighth, age. One eighth of my age, you know. Yeah. <laughs> my son is 23. Wow. That's scary. It is pretty scary. That's so. Scary. Any, Anyways, it's it's a pleasure to have Laura with us because I've known Laura for a long time. She's uh, uh, we actually met in a Reiki class, believe it or not, <laughs> and uh, our friendship has kind of grown from there, believe that or not. Uh, wow. It's had its ups and downs, but we survived together, don't we, Laura? Yeah, it's it's a minor miracle, but yes. <laughs> God bless you, Laura. <laughs> You know where I'm coming from, Anne. You know. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> we How many road around. trips have we been on, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Laura, you are an intuitive, and your website is, I believe, com. Yep, straightforward, com. It's W-O-O-S-T-E-R.com. Yep. There you go. And I know we're going to talk about a few things, but before we start, I'd like to uh, do my magic number thing because I, I kind of like enjoying that. So, Laura, can you give me a, a number from uh, one to nine ninety nine, please? One to nine ninety nine. Um, three thirty three. Whoa! The son of the beast. <laughs> Okay. Do you have the angel number book? Is that what yes. you have? Yes. You are completely <laughs> surrounded, protected, loved, and guided by benevolent ascendant masters. Nice. So you like got you, you you got a good crowd around you. That's what they're saying. 
<laughs> Very good. Including including Van Helsink. <laughs> so Laura, I mean, uh, Anne, I want to give you get one from you too, and don't always give the same one. Give me another one because it's a new day, new thing. Forty two. What kind of number is forty two? I don't know. Yeah, the, it's the, the smallest. It's the smallest thing in here. The angels are you urging you to keep the faith. Oh, <laughs> I got a one liner. A one liner, my dear. Well, that's what you get for putting those crappy numbers. Hey. Yeah. So there you go. And I'll take uh, four ninety because I get to have one too. Sure. And it says your career and life purpose are watched over and protected by God and the angels. Oh, I like that one. Very nice. There you oh, go. Sweet. Yeah. So there you go. And this, is, of course, is from Doreen Virtue's Angel Numbers 101, as composed to what? I have no clue. Is there a 202 <laughs> or 303 or who knows? She's leaving anyway. room for more. She's leaving room for more. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Nate, Nate oh. in the, the chat room just said 42. That's that's like a that's like a running gag at my office. Oh, really? Uh, Russ, the guy I work with. It's um, from Monty Python, I think. Oh, okay. He throws movie references at me all day long. And I oh, Cal does that, it. too. Yeah. But anyways, uh, it, it's interesting to least. I, I like I like doing those uh, angel numbers. It's it's kind of fun. Anyways, uh, Laura, um, as I met, said before, I met you at, at uh, Reiki. Yeah, I think that was uh, Elizabeth Foley's Angels class, uh, Reiki class. And we've grown to know each other for a while, and you are now my co-host for the morning edition, which is every Monday at 11 a.m. on WCCM, and it's also on TuneIn and a bunch of other ones, soon to be on iTunes one of these days. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, you are also an intuitive. In fact, you just got back from this this major intuitive thingy, right? (laughs) Major intuitive thingy. Yeah, I just got back from um, training in New York um, with two of the best mediums in the world, and I was just blown away by the level of students that I was with. It was They were amazing. Um, yeah, it, it it was a full week, and it just, oh, it was awesome. I didn't want to leave. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So you, did you learn a lot of new things? Intuitive stuff. Intuitive things? <laughs> Intuitive stuff. <laughs> It, it you know it was just it was just um you know it was a way uh, it was a weekend a week a week to um help us to grow our connection with spirit and some techniques as far as uh, making you know trying to connect with them cl- and get more clarity from their communication so that we can pass the communication on to our sitters um so just you know learning how to interpret symbolism that spirit uses to speak to us um and things like that mm-hmm. yeah. I mean that's and that seems to be a problem with uh, mediums and intuitives. It's it's that you don't always get that clear picture, and it always befuddles me when when that happens. I I don't you know I really don't understand why they just can't let us know what the hell they're saying. Uh, <laughs> you know. Well, think of it this way: I mean, they don't have a mouth anymore. They don't have a voice box. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> still. <laughs> Although I have heard actual. Which I don't understand um, how it works yet, and, and I'm gonna—I have so many questions for when I get on the other side. But mm-hmm. I mean, on rare occasions, I actually do hear an, a voice outside of my head. It's not just the voices inside my head. <laughs> um, and I wonder how they do that because they don't have a voice box. So um, yeah, it's interesting. 
Hmm. But um, I know everybody would just love to have someone, okay, hello, this is so-and-so. I'm so-and-so's dad. Right. You know, it, it, it would be great, but it's all, it's a bit, well, every medium is different. Every medium interprets things differently. Um, some people feel, some people see, some people actually see a physical, you know, um, uh, a presence, behind, you know, behind a sitter that they're talking to. And I, I don't see, um, I don't see them usually. I usually hear them in my mind's voice. I see symbols. Um, so I get a lot of feelings and things like that. It's clairsentient, um, huh. what it's called. But yeah, so they 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 give us information through bits of inf- you know bits of thoughts and energy, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes they, it's and essentially what they're doing is they're blending their aura with our aura, and that's how we sense these things. Um, oh, yeah. So so it's. it's, so- it's, it's it's a skill. It's like it's it's a different it's a different language that we need to learn, and anybody can do it. It's just a matter of how much time you invest in it to do that. Is it a vibrational thing, Laura? Do you believe? I think so. I think so because um, you know we we have to meditate and everything to sort of raise our vibration, and then those in spirit need to lower their vibration, and then we meet in the middle, and they blend with our auras. So that's how we do it, and so they they impress. Um, feelings on us, they impress images, um, words, thoughts. Um, sometimes we act, you can actually see pictures and video, like short little video clips of maybe, huh. and, and, you know, things like that. So, yeah, it's cool. Of our show, Some. sometimes they play the video of our show. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of, kind of like putting a puzzle together for you. Is that yeah, what it's like? Absolutely. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and and when it all kind of comes together and co- sort of creates the story, it's amazing when that happens. I'm always in awe. Like, How did they get me to say that? That's awesome. You know? <laughs> like, I'm always like high fiving the spirits. You know, hey, <laughs> How you got me to do that? Because I I just you know I I try to be an empty vessel and I just try to you know just let them. Well, you are blonde, so that's probably <laughs> Ooh, helps. Nice. Probably nice helps, friend. you know. But, that yeah. helps. That helps. Yeah, but I, I want, today, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay, go ahead. It's just it's just fascinating to me how sometimes they get us to do certain things. Um, you know, for example, um, I was doing a, um, a card reading for somebody, and and I kept feeling like someone for her was coming through to want to talk to her, and and um, and for some reason I kept drawing uh, with my finger on the table. I kept drawing. The, a, a number eight, but sideways, you know, like the infinity symbol. Yeah. And I kept drawing this. I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't understand why I want to do this on the table and drawing this on the table. And the girl just was like, oh, my gosh, that is so spot on because the person that I was talking about in spirit, um, the only time, they, they never signed their cards to each other for birthdays or whatever. They never signed it, I love you. They only signed it with the infinity symbol. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, and it was like, and, and it was so unconscious for me because I'm talking and I'm looking at the cards and my finger is making the infinity symbol and I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> it's just an, and it just things like that amaze me that that spirit can get us to do that and get these messages across any way they can. You know, it's, that's really yeah. cool. Now, we, I had asked you a little earlier about vibration. What was a vibration thing? And since I've been doing investigating and, and dealing with the paranormal, I've always been told and and heard that spirits there are different vibrations of spirits and and some 
sometimes when you get the nasty ones, they say, well, those are the lower vibration ones. Is, do you believe it's kind of like that, or, or is that just somebody's point of view on it? Um, lower vibrations versus higher vibrations? Right, exactly. I mean, uh, in, in some instances, in, and I remember speaking with a medium one time where they actually believed that the – no, actually it wasn't a medium. It was a uh, – what do you call those? Yogis. And um, they were uh, – they said that you – as you grow, you become higher and higher in vibrations until you finally – reach the top vibrations, which you go into the light type thing. And and uh, therefore, the ones on the bottom are the ones that are just over and, and they're not always good because they haven't learned everything and some of them haven't learned the damn thing and it's <laughs> nasty. So, I mean, yeah. have you ever heard that, of that? Well, I, um, I mean, some people do believe that, um, you know, that there are what they call lower energies and some people yeah. call them um, stuck or um, trapped or whatever, and they, you know, I, I personally haven't had any real personal experience with the so-called lower energies. I, mm-hmm. I've never really felt that from, at least as far as I've known. Um, I tend to just feel more of people who are loved ones and spirits who. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, every every energy every spirit has their own sort of energy imprint like you can kind of like I've, I've actually reconnected with with spirits i've read for before and i recognize the energy by their so their um oh cool their, by, different different type of vibration it's like i recognize this vibration it's like i think i've read for them before <laughs> oh. and um yeah so it's it's sort of you know their own their own signature the energy signature and um and and i don't know i just, i I don't know. I can, you know, I, I'm not going to say, you know, say there's no lower energies. I just personally haven't really had that experience. Right. Hmm. I, I know that uh, Marion and I, uh, and it's funny you mentioned that you recognize the vibration because um, I know of uh, three cases where we actually ran into the same, we call it demonic energy. It's very, very negative, very dark, very thing and it was the same we believed in in all three things so that we were either it was stalking us or we were stalking out one or the other mm-hmm. but um yeah i i believe that that you can recognize the uh vibrations of a of a spirit that passed and uh, i'm glad you said that thank you <laughs> now do you you do do you use the cards do you use yeah. like a traditional tarot deck? What kind of deck do you use? Um, I have a lot of decks that I that I've used in the past. I mostly use um the psychic tarot deck, which I absolutely love. Um, which is by John Holland and um it, I just love the deck. It's beautiful, it's colorful and, and so many people have come in to sit for um a session and they're nervous because it might have been the first time they've ever had their cards read. And they're so nervous, like, I don't know, you know, it's, I don't want to hear anything bad. I'm like, first of all, I'm not going to hear anything bad. I'm going to give you, you know, information that's helpful and empowering. I'm never going to give you anything bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they see the cards that I pull out and they go, wow, these are beautiful. They're so bright and beautiful. And, and um, they feel more at ease. And, and so I use that, those cards a lot. And I sort of use it in conjunction with my intuition. I use it to sort of um, help me tune into my intuition and then um, usually I'll start with the cards when I sit down with somebody, and then eventually, more and more so recently, is um, people from the other side who want to speak with them will come in and, and talk with them and, and have something to say as well. 
No, no. The, do you ever? I mean, you talked about you don't want to give a. If you get a message from the other side that is more on the negative side, would you convey it or would you hold it back? Um, I don't know if I've ever really gotten anything negative. Um, what, what would you consider negative? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not thinking like, oh, you're gonna die or anything, but like, no, you know, no. you know. Uh, I don't know what they tell you. I mean, for instance, if if you were do, you were doing the cards for a woman, and uh, you you actually knew through spirit that there was another man in her life and, instead of her husband, would you bring that subject up? That's a high, completely hypothesis. You know that, right? Hey, what do you mean? I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I don't know if I've ever come across that situation. Okay, that's different, good. Different things. There's psychic information, and then there's mm-hmm. mediumship, mediumistic information. Okay? Right. Um, well, you are both. You do both, don't you? Right, but there's two different things. So the psychic information, like I'll pull cards and I'll get intuitive information, psychic information. I might see right. where you know, someone might want some insight into their work or something mm-hmm. like that, and I'll pull cards and I'll get some intuitive information as well. That kind of kind of says some probable outcome for where they're going and right. maybe some you know, information that they might need. Spirit, on the other hand, information from spirit, they, they, you know, they, they excel, excel a lot of energy to contact us. They really do. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. For the, most part, for the most part, they're not really here to, I mean, I, 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 sometimes they, I get the sense that they want to give advice, not all the time, but they're more, they're more likely to give information to, you know, to let us know that, that it's them. It's information that rem- reminds us that it's them. It's, it's really it's confirmation, right? So they'll give us it, like uh, they might show me a picture of um, that the, my sitter, the person sitting in front of me, has um, that they always say good night to before they go to bed, and, and I'll yeah. describe the picture. Um, they'll describe what the um, my sitter has uh, did that morning to just show that I was there, I saw you. Um, you know, things like that. They're, they're just they're they just want to give information that says, "Look, I'm still here. I see what's going on," um, and they give information to to let us know that who they, exactly who they are. Um, it could be birth dates, um, their name, uh, how they passed, um, memories that they used to have together, things that they used to do. They might even mention people who are still here that, that they were connected to, things like that. I, I don't get a lot of people. You know, I don't get a lot of spirits I mean, coming through that giving like advice, like. Well, I mean, when, you, when you're reading the cards, I mean, you're reading the cards. I mean, sometimes the uh, the person you're reading them for has spirit around them, and and sometimes don't they they try to talk to you as far as uh, as the card readings go into? No, I, I don't know. I just I'm asking yeah. you really. I'm, yeah, I mean, they they might they might come through with a message, but it's more of just you know letting people know that they're there for the most part. Um, okay. They, they don't see a lot. Of, I mean, I haven't really had a lot of experience with with spirits or loved ones coming through and giving advice <laughs> really so much. Maybe a really? little bit more, more words of encouragement and just letting them know, yes, mm-hmm. I'm around. I've seen, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, I don't think that's, I don't know if that's spirit's job really because they really can't interfere with our lives too right. much. Maybe they not. In, yeah. You know, or a warning, you know, maybe not that so much either. No, not no, not really. I mean, I've had, I mean, I can't tell you how many times people have said, 
oh my, I just, you know, I'm getting ready to sell my mom. Is she okay with that? Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, they don't care. <laughs> they, really don't. they don't need their house anymore, you know. And I, you know, it's okay. Let it go if we feel it's right. And, um, but, um, yeah. So if if that's what, you, yeah, there's two intuitive information, psychic information is different from. No, I, I understand. Sometimes they do get. I mean, you do get both at the same time, at least. It, yeah, it, it can, but it's important to to differentiate between the two because you okay. can't. It's very. It's. I mean, it's. It's one of the things that I'm learning to do more and more is is deciphering between um, something that a message that's coming directly from a spirit loved one or a message mm-hmm. that's coming through psychically. It's two mm-hmm. different things. And it's really important to dif- differentiate between the two. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I'm, I'm, you are doing an event uh, this Sunday up at BZ where Spiraquest was held uh, from, I believe, 1 to 3. And, in fact, tickets are still available at nagostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. And you're doing it with three other young ladies. And do you all work the same way, or do you each oh. have your own <laughs> Style. We're all so different. We're all so different, and and it's great. Um, I'm, and I, I consider myself the baby of the group, only you know, mediumistically, because I'm kind of new at the gallery and, and platform work. So um, the other three mediums I'll be working with, they are phenomenal. Them alone is worth coming to see because they just they're unbelievable. It's Rose Rattel, um, Cheryl Carrigan, and um, Julianne, and they're all awesome mediums. I'm I'm kind of new at this, so I'm kind of like, you know. Um, I'm the baby of the group in that sense of the word, um, but uh, it'll be a good afternoon. And we all work differently, and we all have a different styles, and we have different ranges of um, of um, experience as well. Um, but it'll be a great afternoon. It's two two hours of four mediums giving messages. Wow. Uh, I Cheryl I... Kerrigan must be a long lost relative, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was ask you, do you know her? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I know we're coming up to the break, so we're going to have to take a break right now. So you're listening to Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation, uh, with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick. And our very special guest is intuitive Laura Worcester, right here on Tojanet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. And we'll be right back after the following messages, so please stay tuned. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation 
with Ron and Ann, and tonight our special guest is Laura Wooster, Intuitive. Wooster? How'd you say that? Is it Wooster? My God. Is it Wooster? Wooster. Wooster. Come on out to Wooster. We're, we're from Massachusetts. Wooster. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. here she is. No. <laughs> And I have, um, I just got a question from the chat room from Ghost Girl, and she wants to know hey, if Ghost Laura Girl. does readings over the phone. I can do readings over the phone, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if if they if if she was interested, if someone else was interested, how could they do that, Laura? Uh, I do readings through Circles of Wisdom in Andover, and I can do by phone or in person, so you don't have to be in the state to do that. Um, you can go to circlesofwisdom.com. And you pull um, up the, well, you go on the readings tab, and you'll see the whole list of readers there. And there's a whole bunch of really great readers um, at that shop, so you can get a reading almost any day of the week. So I'm not mm-hmm. the only one. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and most of them can do readings by phone as well if you can't make it there in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our good friend uh, Dorothy Morgan also uh, uh, yes, works out of there as well. She does. Mm-hmm. She does astrology, angel readings, intuitive readings. She's fabulous. Nice. I love like that little... shop. I wish I lived a little closer. <laughs> yeah, it's a, little, it's a bit of a ride coming up through Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a fabulous shop. Now, I have a question about um, how did you happen to, I mean, what happened first, the Reiki or the mediumship? Or does one follow the other? How you know? How does that work? Yeah, that was my fault. Yeah. Okay. What was that? Or is it my fault? It's all your fault. <laughs> it's Ron's fault. It's always Ron's fault. <laughs> it always comes back to Ron. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the Reiki um, class came after my mediumship started. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been studying it for, gosh, I started 2004. I think so. It's been almost, almost nine years I sort of started on this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I really started studying in earnest probably in the past seven years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, you know, I've kind of always had something when I was younger. I had strange, when I was, like, younger than 10, I had some unusual things um, happen. I had some out-of-body experiences. and mm-hmm. Really? Was, yeah, and, and then I would, I would see, like, the night before, um, I would see, Scenes of things that would happen the next day, um, you know, play out in front of me on the wall, oh. my room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so premonitions. Like premonitions. Yeah, I would actually see like short videos play out like in front of my eyes. You know, really? Wow. Well, yeah. So it was cool. Just, yeah, it was really weird. And then um, it's kind of scared me because all of a sudden I would, you know, the next day I would see the same thing happen in front of me and it would freak me out. You know. Mm. But, um, so I kind, of, I kind of shut that down a little bit, but then I. Um, I was probably about 11 years old or so, and my mom and her best friend went to go get a tarot reading with Lori Bruno. I think she was living in Boston at the time. Oh, and you yeah, know no. Lori Bruno, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, she's in Salem now. Anyway, so I was, I mean, I was only like 11 years old, but she gave me a card reading as well. And, uh-huh. uh, and she said to me, um, and she wrote this down, I saw the piece of paper somewhere, um, oh, that, wow. I should, that I should study psychic development. And I had, you know, I had no idea what that is. <laughs> I never really thought about it all that much. And then I had some odd experiences happen, you know, over, you know, 
after my children were born, I had some um, some strange experience happen then here and there, and then um, I remember one thing is it was July of 2001. I was going to um, Long Island. My husband had, a, had to go visit um, a client on Long Island, um, and he wanted me to go with him. We were going to go to New York City for the day after he was done with the client. So we were driving to Long Island, and I was in the passenger side. And I remember going across the bridge and looking across the water and seeing the New York skyline. And I've always been in awe of New York City because it's, it's huge, right? And I just, I've always loved um, you know, just seeing the skyline. It just... Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember seeing it and thinking, wow, that's so cool. And then I had this really awful feeling sort of sweep over me. Mm-hmm. And I heard this voice that I've never heard before. And I didn't recognize the voice. It wasn't my mind's voice or anything like that. But it just very calmly said, this is all going to change. Mm. Really? Wow. Yeah. Are you and serious? I was like, Seriously, seriously. And I'm like arguing with this voice in my head, which I'd never heard before. I'm like <laughs> silently arguing. I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Every skyline changes. It changes over time. It grows. It, you know, they add things. And I, But I just felt completely awful about, you know, this feeling that just swept over me. And um, uh, it was just, an in, I never had a clear audience experience like that before. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of freaked me out. But, of course, we all knew what happened like five or six weeks later. Right. Um, and uh, I know I'm not alone because I know a lot of people had hits like that. I mean, a lot yeah, of just, people had. I was I mean, just going to say that. Mm-hmm. That I. How can, I can it not? I, it was such. Yeah, it was such a big, such a uh, psychic impression on everybody. I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people had some kind of heads up. You know, who would who would think? You know, no, we didn't have the, the um, the reference point to even understand how that could possibly anything like that could happen. You know. Right. But um, so that was one of the first things, and I think. And I think that I think September 11th was a turning point for a whole lot of people. Cause I can't tell you how many people I know who have turned to a more spiritual life after that because of things that happened centered around September 11th. And um, I know it kind of got me thinking. But uh, a few years later, after after that, um, you know, I was still a young mom, young kids at home, and and kind of stressed out. So I started listening to guided meditations just to chill out a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I get a little a bit of anxiety. <laughs> and when you got little ones, it's easy to do that too. Um, <laughs> so I, I started doing, um, you know, guided meditations and things like that. And about five or six months into it, um, I was having a conversation with a group of people, and, and one person had expressed um, some concern about not getting signs from someone who had passed, and um, wondering if they were okay and things like that. And next thing I know, I started getting a flood of impressions from this person. I actually, you know, started hearing messages for this wow. person. I had no idea what was going on, and I spent, like, several days wondering if I should check myself into a hospital <laughs> <laughs> or, or figure out what the heck's going on. And I just sort of, um, a book sort of found me, um, a John Edward book, and um, I started, I read it, like, in a few hours, and it, a lot of it resonated with me, and I, and I realized what was going on at that point. So for, that those who, for those who everyone. don't know, can you tell us who John Edward is? John Edward is a nationally or internationally known psychic medium. He was probably um, one of the first mediums to really have a, a strong presence on the television because he had his own um, syndicated TV show and everything. So he's sort of like the person who sort of introduced 
uh, mediumship to the masses, you know, people are starting to understand that a bit more. Um, so he, you know, so that, that was, that book changed my life and I, I never looked back. Everything, from that point on, everything was different. And this was, um, 2000, November, 2004. I remember it very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's funny, you know, you know, I, I know John and of course, and, uh, but a lot of people have actually never heard of him, so that's I'm, I'm amazed because I use uh, uh, in our ghost tours at the Portsmouth uh, Lighthouse. So John actually did a uh, reading there for the Travel Channel or some someone, and so we we mention him and 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 people say, "Yeah, you're thinking no. of John uh, John Holland." John Holland, I'm sorry. John Holland. John John Edward was the book that I read back. Oh, then. my apologies, Laura. You know yeah. me. I. I yeah, <laughs> that's okay. But yeah, John Holland is um, a fabulous me- uh, medium here in the New England he area. Yeah, he's awesome. Right? He's mm-hmm. awesome, um, and and um, he's a great teacher and uh, a great mentor um, as well. And I, I, you know, he's the one who did the tarot deck that I use all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's, so that's two different people. John, he's they're both colleagues. They worked together before, um, John Edward oh. and John Holland. So uh-huh. okay, yeah, John Edward, I know that was my bad. So. Anyway, <laughs> wow. if I don't mess if I don't mess something up, then it wouldn't be me, would it? That's right. <laughs> but you're right. Though. Did, I think he went to yeah. He he did something for the Tribal Channel with with Jeremy, right? John yeah. Holland. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did a, a, a neat thing, and uh, we use that in our uh, ghost tours. And uh, in fact, we have one on Friday night. Oh, you're gonna love this. I'm doing it for the Miss uh, Portsmouth pageant. Uh, uh, so that's kind of cool. Oh boy. So I Are get to spend the night with all of them. <laughs> night in the dark with uh, with all the lovely ladies. So. Sweet young thing. Yeah, poor <laughs> things will never be the same. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> run while you can. Yeah, run, girls, run. <laughs> run away. Run away. So, um, do you? I mean, I, I've known you for for a while, and I've cer- certainly seen you grow as a as a medium and as an intuitive. Uh, uh, it was. It's a difficult journey, isn't it, when someone who is just he wants to take that path. I mean, it, it's not an easy journey at times, is it? No, it isn't because you know we're dealing with you know and pretty much with something that's not tangible and trying to you know and you're trying to make your you know a life journey out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's hard to try to um, yeah. It's it, it, you got to stay grounded, and it's just it's sometimes it's not all that easy to do that. And um, but it's all encompassing too because it's it it really is. Um, a, a, it's not just like a job or a vocation. It's it's really just it it encompasses your whole life. You have it it changes everything. It changes how you see the world. It changes how you interact with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, because because you start to really understand how connected we truly, really are. I mean, it's not just a, a bumper sticker saying, you know, we really, <laughs> really are connected, and everything has a ripple effect, and, um, and if, once you see the bigger picture, it's like you start to learn that, you know, you, I mean, I can't tell you how many mediums say, I'm not, and I'm, I'm never afraid to die, because we know we don't. We just transform into something else. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, but I, I believe yeah, that, too. Like, I, I absolutely yeah. believe that as well, yeah. So that part, I mean, that part of of this journey as a medium is um, is probably the most gratifying. I think is is sort of giving people a window into that, so that they're not so scared. Because once I, I truly believe, once we're not afraid to die anymore, 
we're not afraid to live at that point either. Hmm. And we can really exactly. embrace life and really just take it, you know, just go with it. Um, but you're, you're right, it's not always easy to, to be a medium because, the, like like my friend John says, John Holland says, um, the price, uh, was it, how does he say it? Because you have to be really super sensitive to be a medium, and the more you work on that, the more sensitive you get, and the price of being sensitive is sensitivity. So you get really emotional a lot of times, uh-huh. <laughs> and the mood swings and all those things, and, and feeling everything that's going on around you energetically and not really understanding, you know, until you get to learn a bit more about what you're interpreting, um, you know, the energy um, pattern around you, the, the energy um, imprint that's in everything. So it, it, you have to be really careful about taking care of our bodies and and uh, things like that and getting plenty of rest, and, and, it, and it really is... Um, Take your vitamins, yeah. brush your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> Anyways. Um, we won't go to that part. <laughs> you, you, you actually mentioned something and, and how, how much we affect the world and we don't even know it. There's a, a thing called the butterfly effect. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Are you... A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's an interesting uh, theory. I mean, it's it's all theory, but just a uh, a, a butterfly uh, flapping its wings could have effect in uh, China or in some other thing. It's it's really how each little thing in the world affects something else, which affects something else, which affects something else, and and. I really believe in that so much, and, and Laura knows this, I believe in that we have our free choices, and I believe uh, that we make our decisions, and part of that decision is, is how we affect the world ourselves. And, and so it's really important to understand what we do and how we affect so much as just individuals. It's, it's really uh, amazing. So anyway, so we have to take a break right now. We have a... Uh, another Beyond Bizarre from my favorite uh, lady, uh, Vala Ventura. So uh, here we go. The Mystery of the Karnak Stones Everyone knows about Stonehenge, the prehistoric monument of stones located in the English countryside. Lesser known, but just as extraordinary, are the Karnak Stones, a collection of more than 3,000 freestanding megaliths that can be found in the area outside the French village of Karnak in Brittany. The stones, which stand in straight columns measuring hundreds of meters long, are the subject of many theories and much speculation. One myth says that there are the remains of a Roman legion that Merlin, the wizard of the Arthurian legend, turned to stone. They are thought to date from between 3300 and 4500 BC. The stones are remarkable for their organization and their incredible size. One stone, known as the giant, is six and a half meters tall. A freaky fact from Barla Ventura's Book of the Bazaar. Meters? Is that a yeah. meter? How long is a meter? About a yard. Oh, okay. Except okay. for your yard, which is kind of small. Ah, uh, it's bigger than your anyway. yard. <laughs> so, of course, that is that is Valor Ventura from uh, the Book of Bazaar. So, 
Uh, oh, I love those things. I, I still love the headless chicken one. That's my favorite. Oh, my God. I thought we were all going to die before she got through the headless chicken. Oh, that was, that was hysterical. Much, right? We oh, had to that. play that one again. <laughs> I will. Yeah, you know what? We ought to play that on our live on our TV show. Maybe we can get a chicken to run around while we do it. Oh, yeah. That, that, that would be great. I'm just kidding. The music teacher down the hall has a uh, yeah, has a rubber chicken. chicken. Oh, there sure, she lent it to me. There you go. How can you beat that? <laughs> Can't beat that with a rubber chicken, huh? Uh, uh, so, anyways, uh, we are speaking with Laura Worcester, and Laura has an event coming up once again this Sunday uh, at the uh, Beasley Estate where we held uh, Spirit Quest, and it's, it's four young ladies, all mediums or intuitives, and they will be receiving messages, and uh, you can get tickets at neghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and I'm really excited about this. And I'm, uh, you know, to uh, be, a, you know, to be there and watch watch them work. I think that's the interesting thing because each has their own little style, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to be great. Yeah, it's really good. It's only twenty nine dollars. It's for two hours, and. And, I mean, with four mediums, you're going to have a really good chance of getting a message. I mean, you can't guarantee a message for everybody, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's a really good chance of getting one. So, um, and like I said, we are four totally different types of mediums. And, and the other three mediums that I'm working with, like I said before, fabulous. Definitely worth coming out to see them. Um, they're awesome. It's Julianne and Rose Rattel and Cheryl Carrigan. They're awesome, awesome mediums. And I'm just so blessed to call them my friends and to work with them and having the chance to to share a platform with them is um, is unbelievable. I still pinch myself all the time because it's <laughs> Really, <laughs> I mean it with my whole heart. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I mean, with four of you there um, at the same time, I mean, that's like like a lot of combined psychic energy, right? Uh-huh. I mean, okay. so that makes it kind of heightens it. I, w- I would think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, so there should be plenty of energy in the room and lots of um, spirit loved ones wanting to talk. So, yeah, it'll be a great afternoon. So hopefully hopefully people can make it out to uh, – it's going to be beautiful, too, because it's, it's in Groveland, it's be- all the trees around the state and everything, and it'll be in full color. Um, come a little early and check out the trees, and it's going to be beautiful. So. It's, you know what? I have my office there now. Uh, well, one of my offices – and uh, every time I go there, it's like going on vacation. It's so peaceful and restful there. It's it's really a great feeling. Oh, mm. with all those nuns that used to live there, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I would be I would be getting the ruler if they were still there. <laughs> they beat the crap out of Ron. Oh man! <laughs> but anyway. Um, it is a great place, but you know I have to mention something. Um, just before Spirit Quest, I was talking to the caretaker, and he was there uh, closing the place up at night because that's his job. He goes through and makes sure it's all locked up, shuts all the lights off. And he was walking down the corridor, and then he heard a woman say "Hello," and he stopped and he looked and he looked and he looked and he couldn't find anyone. And the interesting thing, Steve Parsons was. Uh, over here from the UK, and uh, I had never told him the story. And he, we were doing that paranormal survivor ghost hunt on Friday night, and he was in a room, and he distinctly heard a woman's voice say hello. And 
the interesting thing, it was the same room, uh, the same place where the caretaker had told me he heard it as well. Mm. That is awesome. <laughs> Isn't it cool? Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Now, do you think that, I mean, I know we've had this discussion a thousand times before, but yeah. I'm going to say it again because I, it, I still, I, I think the, the jury's out on this, but do you think it was a spirit or do you think it was uh, um, a, a sort of a, an, an energy impression? An echo or an impression? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, the interesting thing about it, I would say, I wouldn't know, of course, because there's no way knowing. I certainly wasn't there, but uh, I mean, it could be that that's very much possible. But there's other evidence that you know, um, certainly the nuns have been seen there uh, and spoke to other people uh, as well. So I would, I would guess, if I had to make a guess, an educated guess. I would say that it is not an echo. It is is more alive spirit, and um, only because of the preponderance of evidence of of so many people seeing, and not just seeing the nuns there, but also the nuns speaking. So, I mean, if you seeing nuns, you have nuns speaking, and you're hearing voices, then uh, you know it's to me. I would believe it's it's more uh, uh, intelligent. Hmm. That's cool. So that's that's all I'm saying. Okay. So I mean, we're, we're talking about you know the the four mediums on uh, Sunday, which is kind of interesting because I I don't know if I had this discussion with you, Laura, or not, but uh, sometimes uh, a spirit might not want to go through a particular medium, uh, and yet they might go through another. I don't know if it was you or it might have been uh, actually Stephen Scott, I think, uh, but. Yeah, it was Stephen. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. there might be something that either another medium uh, looks more familiar to him, might look like a daughter of loved one, or it might be a you know if they had a male and a female spirit that they might not want to talk through a female. They, they would, but so, you, have you ever run into that, Laura? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, we all have even just in the physical form here, we all have people we tend to vibrate better with than, than others, right? There's certain people you. What are you saying, Laura? <laughs> you know, sometimes there's certain people that you just meet and you feel like you've known each other forever. You sort of feel like you have the same vibration. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the same way with the spirit world. They tend to, you know, they, you know, um, they sort of gravitate toward the people they tend to vibrate on the same level with. Um, also, another thing too is that. You know, they use our life experiences, our memories, and our minds to get messages across, okay? So so they need to find a medium that sort of has similar experiences or will, will understand that. Um, just to, you know, to make, make it um, easier to understand, um, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Um, say someone, you know, just for example, someone was a nurse in their lifetime, and they, they come across a medium who happened to also have some medical knowledge, and they have other mediums that they can go through, um, but they choose the one that has the most, like, very similar knowledge so that they can impress certain ideas and thoughts on their brain because they'll get it, and then they can interpret it correctly. Does that make sense? It does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So some, something like that. It's not exactly the way I, I wanted to bring it across, but they look for the the you know they I think they tend to look for the ones who has the life experience that will understand what they're trying to to get across. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense, you know. And 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 so one medium may may get they 
you know, there's su such thing as having a double link where um, two mediums will connect with the same spirit, mm -hmm. but both mediums will get different different information, you know, different aspects of the spirit's life and, and things mm -hmm. like that they're trying to get across, only because w one medium might might understand one aspect of it and the other one doesn't. So, the, you know, they use the memories of the mediums and their knowledge base to get the message across. So it's very right. fascinating how it all yep. works. <laughs> I, I absolutely find it fascinating, and I'm, I'm yeah. learning and learning more about it every you know day, every month that passes. And uh, if anybody has a question for us, you can certainly uh, call us in at eight seven seven six eight. Nope, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could you could ask the question. Wait for these Ron. <laughs> yeah, you can ask the uh, ask us in the Tojinet chat room or the Pararex chat room. Uh, are on our Facebook page, which is what, in Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. I have uh, Togin at 877-864-4869. Thank you, Ann. That's why you get the big bucks. That's right. I also write it down and stick it to the side of my computer. Yeah, well, that would be too easy for me. <laughs> it's wicked smart. <laughs> uh-huh. Wicked. wicked smart. Wicked. Yeah. So, so I... I, I I, we did have a question in the chat room, but it got kind of lost. There was something. Uh, do you remember that one? Well, uh, uh, Linda had asked if she ever gets sad messages. Um, and she kind of, Laura kind of covered that earlier in the conversation, I think. Okay. When we talked, when we talked about, you know, getting well, sad. Have you, ever, have, have you ever had your clients cry, cry on you? I'll ask you that. Oh yeah. Oh Absolutely. God. I think I cry every time I get a reading. <laughs> really? Yeah, let me get my book. <laughs> I swear I do. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I like this. Because the, the information that has to come through, I mean, I, I try not to get too detailed because I've gotten some really unbelievable details about how someone's passed. And I try not to, you know, I try to deliver that information so they understand what I'm trying to say without actually, like, you know. But because they have to, in order to identify who they are, they need to, not that they're in pain or anything anymore, but they need to get across how they pass as part of the um, information that, that verifies who the spirit is. So um, we get that information across, and at that point we can go into the happy things, the messages. There you go. But uh, that was the doorbell, which means pizza from the dead is here, so we've got to wrap it up. But you know what? I don't know what that was. Oh, you're not familiar with you. I remember when you used to listen to the show.
Ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.